Hi there, my name's Aid Brown and welcome to a very special edition of Give Me Five. Today we're going to be celebrating the very early pioneering nights of Spectrum and Land of Oz, which played a pivotal role in the early rave and summer of love uh, gigs that happened around the south of England and, of course, the north. Welcome to Give Me Five, as I said, and we'll be talking to a gentleman in a minute who was a pivotal role in those amongst many others and playing in places such as Singapore, New York and around the rest of the world, including Ibiza. There's a special Spectrum and Land of Oz night, which is being organised for the 30th of June, which should fall roughly within a week of when this programme goes out. That gentleman is Colin Hudd, who, along with Ray Keith and Trevor Fung, will be helming the decks and bringing much enjoyment to a busy crowd. Colin, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, mate. How's yourself? Well, thanks a lot for joining us on the show. And we're bringing you five tracks uh, that you've actually put forward. Was it hard picking these tracks? Uh, well, you, you've hit me just at a time, and I've, I've just compiled a, an album with Oki and Nancy Noyes. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of hard getting all the track listing ready for that. Um, but yeah, it is because we, you know, we were blessed with so many great tunes coming out then, um, and we were playing, playing as many as we could. So to just pick out five, um, yeah, was um, a bit of a tall order to it, you know, because they're all favourites in, in a certain way, and I've got a certain memory. But I've got five that are special to me for the kind of effect and mood that they gave me and created on the dance floor. Well, a lot of people obviously are here to hear you, but they obviously want to hear the music. And the first one is Tony Scott, That's How I'm Living. Why did you pick that one? Um, I don't know. It was one of those. I thought Tony Scott was going to be massive. I loved Hip House when it was coming out, you know, with the, um, you know, oh, I'm trying to think of all, um, uh, Joe Smooth, uh, not Joe Smooth, um, the Fast Eddie and all of that. You know, yo-yo, get funky. And there was lots of great tunes, but it, uh, Tony Scott, I just found the album come out and there were three tracks we were playing off the album. The Chiefs, that's how it's living. Uh, that's how I'm living. Another track, you know, and they were all kind of quality, you know. Um, I don't know, just a certain special feel about them. But, you know, um, yeah, I loved Hip House. So that's why I like Tony Scott. <laughs> Cause you like to dance to take this chance, but man You say you can, but I know you can't do it right here In the place I was anywhere The place with my record on You're moving on the long thing Meticulously, it is so Take advantage of it Cause I got you in the way Nobody ever had you getting funky like this And someone ever taught you knows But you answer me The style's gone The style of my class And show it shown to the public That you, you love with me Step into the scene with me I'm a man Fabian Civilian You wanna know the truth? That's how I'm living From dancing to a phenomenon You didn't know what it was So you get some styling Now you know what to do Is take the opportunity And get wild to move Or else you're gonna disappoint me You wanna know why? Let me explain, see To take things we worked out perfectly And every now and then I 
nothing you perceive, you're not acquainted to it. Current, you better be in here it is. Ready for the world, the homeboys apply, girls. Let us go berserk, y'all. Who's in the house? You know who's in the house. The rest get Tony Scott. Addressing you now, boy. You're long style on the wild end. Inspirating you all to get moving on. On the surface, the dance floor. Tough kills who avoid intentional. Get up yours. Cause I know you're itching. But it's your attitude, you're acting cool for it. Radical man, you gotta understand that we're dealing with something. It's gonna be performed in a private command's alive to my question. You wanna know the truth is how I'm living. That's How I'm Living, a fantastic track from an era that really broke through the mould of the music industry, not just in Britain, but around the world, originating in America. Uh, how did you come across this music, first of all? Because you actually were one of the first DJs in the UK to start uh, pushing uh, house music, if not at the nights you were playing at at the time. But what actually turned you onto it? Was it the fact that it was a new kind of dance music? I, I kind of liked it. Um, yeah, it was, and that sounds a bit blasé, but... I would go in, into uh, Groove Records, or yeah, Groove Records was, was in Soho, and I'd go to, and there was a few different shops, Bluebird and everything, but I, I would buy all my soul imports and everything then to try and be well, to be ahead of the game. So we were at a nightclub called Flicks, um, and uh, there was this music coming over, and I've always liked, I always liked, you know, I'm an old soul funk disco DJ. Um, but I used to like a lot of the high energy, um, uh, 127 beat per minute disco tracks. Um, and uh, so, it's, you know, so when House came along, you know, it was, it was, it was grabbing my attention. You know, I mean, the stuff like Voyage came out. You know, a lot of old disco tracks were very fast. You know, even uh, Sylvester, you make me feel. Um, so when the House came out, and I missed totally the hip hop. Scene did nothing for me at all, apart from an odd three, you know, like the hits, but a bit like reggae's not my bag, you know, apart from a few Bob Marley's and everything, you know. So, um, that that was going right over my head to hip hop, and then the house came along, and I was just I loved it with a passion, but I've just felt a bit like the king's new clothes. I was I was playing it, and no one else was, and I started doubting myself, thinking, well, maybe it's just me, but um. Yeah, it, it just felt like I was out on a limb a little bit because we, we were cutting edge and, and a bit adventurous at, at, uh, at Flicks, so I, I could get away with it by mixing it in as I was doing at the time. Of- was, it, was, was it a crowd? Was it a crowd or an establishment thing that made it wasn't not acceptable at first to certain I quarters? I think you had the... Um, I, I mean, I was working in a club that was legendary for for soul, funk and disco. So bringing in a, you know, and I, I hadn't really bothered 
I'd, I'd gone on the bandwagon a little bit and played some hip hop tracks that you needed to play. Um, but I was, I was, I was kind of, you know, and I'd done the go go stuff. Uh, go go was a, a dance craze, you know. I've seen for a while. We, we followed that, so I would follow the trends a bit. You know, I was a, a working DJ, but um, you know, there were some things that you know I, you know, I had a passion for, and, and and one of those was house music coming. I loved it. You know, I loved the energy of it, and the, and the freshness of it. You know, and then we start. You know, we're getting the things like trapped. Um, uh, by uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name now. Um, yeah, I've forgotten that too. I do know the yeah, track yeah. you're talking about, but it's yeah. so yeah. So leading leading into the next track, West Bam, hold me back. Um, what made you pick this one? Uh, this was one of those. Um, I used to try and finish them, and it's sometimes because you you just go up and down through all the different grooves, the soulful sounds, the uh, the garage, you know, the American garage sort of sound, but. If you wanted to leave them on a high, you could. One of two records that I could put on that would just have this effect on the floor, just you know the wow factor, and uh, you know, one of those you're going to play in a minute, I think. But yeah, this is one of them. I'd put it on, and you could just see the, the floor just erupt with it. You know, you know, Westbound, hold me back.
So that was West Bam, of course, and Hold Me Back, a big tune that Colin said used to be able to finish the night. Uh, so what what gave you the opportunity to move into house? Because I, when I met you, you were really established as a house DJ and you were really popular with, with the crowd we had and, and, and other crowds around the south of England. But what actually me- what gave you the ability? Because it wasn't at Flicks. Where, where did you have to make that break? What happened with the jump over, obviously, to the Spectrum days and the Land of Oz days? Well, uh, Paul Argenfrode and myself were great friends. I used to use him for a gig in uh, in Flicks, you know, playing all sorts of stuff back in the day. Um, then I'd left Flicks, but in between that time, Paul had come over and he was still into it. You know, it was, it was, it was, we were always playing each other new new tunes, you know, that with the evenings of it. And he came around my house one weekend and I, I'd played him a load of, all this house stuff that I had, they, they didn't know. And I, I was like, you know, so we went through that, you know, which we did all the time with, with whatever, with hip hop, with whatever music was around. And then a few months later, uh, quite a few months later, he phoned me up and said, uh, I've got a gig for you. And he went, just turn up in London at 10 o'clock. And he told me where it was, it was heaven. And he went, I said, what do you want me to play? And all that stuff you played to me when I come around your house, he said, but don't talk. Just mix, so and that that was it. I turned up at Spectrum with a box of records, thinking this is a strange time of night to be, you know, and, and having just a box of house music, which is I've never done, and walked in and the place was full up and they were all going mad, you know, and I went on and and, and did three hours of, of all the stuff he told me to. Felt like the easiest gig in the world because I didn't have to talk like I had to at Flicks, you know, just mixed. It was great. Okay, well, that leads us around to another room, uh, another room, another tune. Uh, Joe Smooth, Promised Land. Why this one? I, you know, I, th- I think I think Promised Land is is probably is probably one of three tunes that I've got coming up, or two, three if you use that other one. <laughs> um, that that are sort of pinnacle tunes of that era, and that, and Promised Land is just full of pro- you know, excuse me, no. Unintended, but full of promise, it's full of hope. Um, and it's a beautiful song, and it, it kind of epitomizes. When I do an oldies night, I couldn't do an old house night without without playing it. I think I'd be hung uh, um, because it, it just uh, it's just a key part of a, a reunion night for sure. Because of uh, the memory that it carries from anyone that was, that was out there thirty years ago for sure. I must admit, it's an absolute classic, and I think most househeads, even the young ones today, know it. So here is Joe Smoo's Promised Land.
Okay, Joe Smooth's promised land there, finishing up. And how did you make the move to Manchester? Because that that's uh, that was my first kind of. My brother was a big uh, house fan, a big rave and house fan. I think he was kind of everything all in. He just loved the scene. And I remember going to Hacienda with you know, and he used to go to Hacienda, never on the same nights, funnily enough. Um, how did you make that move to the other rave club, as everybody called it, and, and what was that about? Well, it, it was quite strange. I mean, Paul was doing Spectrum. I'd have a guest night there. He did Spectrum with a guy called Johnny Walker. Sometimes Johnny Walker couldn't make it or Paul couldn't make it, in which case Paul would ask me to come and do the same as did before warming up. Or there have been times when Paul couldn't make it. I'd, I'd done the last bit from one, two, three. Um, but then, you know, there's also a guy who's pivotal in the scene, which is Trevor Fung, who, who is responsible for a lot of Balearic and house music out there, you know, legendary. Um, and, and Paul gives him the same credit uh, for that. Um, and Paul suggested, you know, if you join it all together, Manchester, Happy Mondays, Monday nights, Spectrum. And he asked us if Paul, uh, if, if uh, Trevor and I would go and do a Spectrum in, in London, uh, in Manchester. And what, what was that like compared? What, what was that compared to the uh, Spectrum Land of Oz in London? It was different. Heaven? I think it was slightly different to the Manchester scene because we had a, a lot of Balearic influences of what we were playing early days as well, you know, Nietzsche Reb and... Finney Tribe and It's in Material, you know, lots, lots of stuff, you know, we were kind of more eclectic, I think, in the early days of Spectrum. Um, so, yeah, that, that, you know, it, it was interesting. It was, it was different to London, obviously. We, you know, we'd have to leave at four o'clock in the afternoon to get up there to do, you know, usually 10 o'clock till two o'clock um, and then drive back um, on, on Tuesday morning. Not the best for wear. <laughs> So moving on to the next track, which is a gentleman who really doesn't need any uh, introduction. In fact, from my experience, he's probably had as much to do with the UK scene as he did launch the American scene. It's Frankie Knuckles and Tears. Uh, I feel quite silly asking this as well, but what made you pick this one, apart from Frankie Knuckles, Tears being the eponymous tune? What, what holds this dear to your heart? Oh, it's just, I, you know, there's, there were so many tunes. I can remember Paul, you know, Paul would have... have have access to these new tunes so I would warm up you know when it had gone to the land of Oz and I'd, I'd do the warm up but he'd always have just little two or three tunes you know I remember he did it once with strings and like, I'll wait to hear this you know and he, he did it with tears and I listen to this I've just, I've just got this tonight and he put it on and you just you know when you hear something that time the first time you think wow this is just this is just all you know and, and love and, and want something to be it was you know you know piece of art uh, and Frankie Knuckles, and uh, you know, Knuckles is Knuckles. It was just, yeah, a thing of beauty and, and, uh, and you know, timeless, absolutely timeless, special.
Frankie Knuckles and Tears, did I really need to say? Uh, and now we go to the tune that you picked as being the favourite out of the five, which I can imagine being uh, as big a nightmare as picking five. And it's one to uh, 101 and Rock to the Beat. Uh, you said this was a bit of a rocking track earlier on before we started recording the show. What, what, what is actually very special about this from the other four? Do you know what? Um, Reese and Santonio did it as well. I think they're the originals. But... Um, 101 did it, and of course they put that little bit on the beginning, ecstasy, ecstasy, and then they've also got Gary Eisman doing the acid through it as well. But when it starts, it, they, they they kind of made it how I wanted the original to be. It's just it really grabs your attention, and when I used to just drop it, the whole room would just, you know, I, I can't say the words, but it would just it would have this something off effect on the whole room. You know, you could see it. It was just like whack. Everyone just got slapped and and went for it. And it, it was. I said to someone the other day doing some sleeve notes, and I, he said, "What would you say if I, if you had to have one tune that was yours?" I went, "It'd be Rock to the Beat," because I used to drop it, and everyone used to call it a Huddy tune. So um, that's that's probably why. You know, I, I it's one of those. I even started questioning the amount of times I was playing it because I knew I was playing it every time I was out anywhere for years. And, you know, and, and thinking, you know, we're just being self-indulgent now. <laughs> Sit 
So, Colin, that's your five. Uh, have you got any other words to add uh, about the scene and about what it was like uh, back then? Oh, just, uh, do you know, it was one of those things as well, Aidan, and you was part of it as well. You know, you, you were there. And, you know those things that sometimes you just take things to granted because that's how it is. And and, I, even, and I've had two bites of the cherries as well, remembering I had flicks, which was landmark as well for, for 10 years or eight years. And... Uh, and even people used to work there going, we didn't know what we had until we looked back at it and see how big it was. And, and uh, it's, just, it's a bit like they just turned up at, you know, um, uh, at, at, at raves and just getting on and doing your set and just almost take, being a bit blase about it because that's how it was. And, and looking back and thinking, wow, you know, we should, we should have the camera. I do. I do. I, yeah. Yeah, I do do look back. Sometimes I look at photographs or I see things come up in my feed and uh, from it, and I just think, my God, that was so good. The times, and you, you, as you said, you just it's there. You're doing it. You're enjoying it, and you don't really think about it until you actually um, until you, until you actually look back and realise what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then. So that was uh, give me five presented by myself, Adrian Brown. Um, that was a special Land of Oz and Spectrum. Uh, which, of course, is leading up to the event, which is a very special DJ tribute to the event Spectrum Land of Oz, which will be on the 30th of June at George II in Hornchurch, featuring Colin Hudd, Trevor Fung and Ray Keith. Colin, thanks so much for sharing memories and tunes, and uh, good luck with everything. Thanks very much, Ray. Lovely talking to you, as always.
I think it is one of those tracks that you can actually play over and over again. In fact, you could arguably play it at the end of a night nowadays. So here we go into 101 and rock to the beat. Stop. Five, four, three, two, one. So, Colin, that's your five. Uh, have you got any other words to add uh, about the scene, about what it was like uh, back then? I do. I do. I, yeah. Yeah. I do do look back. Sometimes I look at photographs or I see things come up in my feed and uh, from it. And I just think, my God, that was so good. The times. And you do, as you said, you just it's there. You're doing it. You're enjoying it. And you don't really think about it until you actually um, until, you, until you actually look back and realize what it was. Okay, then. So that was uh, Give Me Five presented by myself, Adrian Brown. Um, that was a special Land of Oz and Spectrum, uh, which of course is leading up to the event, which is a very special DJ tribute to the event Spectrum Land of Oz, which will be on the 30th of June at George II in Hornchurch, featuring Colin Hudd, Trevor Fung and Ray Keith, of which I'll be speaking to hopefully in the next few days to put a program together just like this. Colin, thanks so much for sharing memories and tunes and uh, good luck with everything. Okay, brilliant. See you later. Bye now. Stop.